Hey, everybody, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Thursday. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers beat the Rockets. They keep their hopes for the six seed still alive. Um, 124 to 122 was the final score, Andy. Uh, a shorthanded uh, Lakers team versus a, I get, technically, a very shorthanded Rockets team filled with people that even as uh, fairly hardcore observers of the NBA, I don't know who these people are. Like, I mean, congratulations to making the NBA. I do not know who you are. I thought Armani Brooks, well, the first time I saw him in a box score, was Aaron Brooks. <laughs> like, I, A. Brooks. That's the only Ar guy Armani I think Brooks, of. Armani Brooks sounds like a name that one of these NBA players would use as their pseudonym checking into the hotel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it sounds that is a completely made up sound. Armani Brooks' name. Is room. Oh, you mean John Wall. Okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. Exactly. Okay, like, good. The, the guys who know that John. John Wall is an Armani guy. They're they get it. Like they're in on it. But like nobody else. I mean, is like, look, it. you you like to make fun because uh, you know I play in a in a uh, very intense fantasy league filled with like basketball wonks, and so like there really isn't a player who steps on a, on an NBA court for more than ten minutes in two consecutive games that people don't know about. I do not know who C Oliver is. I do not know who a lamb is. And like I said, I thought Armani Brooks was Aaron Brooks until I kept thinking the, the a lamb guy. I'm like, wait, why is Jeremy lamb with an a? Oh no, that's I'm like Aramie lamb. Like, I, I was like, I don't what I mean, the dude, the dude came out on, on Wednesday, put up nine, nine and four. I've never heard of him. Like, well, what they are, the lambs of the world. These are the people that inspire the idiots that you hear on Twitter mm -hmm. into thinking they could be in the league. Yeah. It's like they, they figure if whoever a lamb is, can do this uh <laughs> so can i but He's again aspirational lakers this was an important win 124 122 over the rockets um they are still alive mm -hmm. for that six seed yes. um they're Portland gonna need one help. on wednesday but if they lose out and the waker Lake, wakers win out the lakers win out lakers would be the six yeah correct Yes, that wasn't so much a, a statement of fact as it was me asking you. I guess uh, the math is hard. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk. There were a couple little things in in Wednesday's game that that could be uh, important. Uh, obviously, the big thing is that LeBron James did not play, uh, and you know, Andy, you had some conversations with people on Twitter at Cam Brothers before the game with people who do not understand why that is important and yeah, completely miss the point. Those. Yeah, so uh, we'll get to that. Um, we'll take some viewer mail in our second segment and then, uh, the banner went up tonight, Andy. So, uh, we'll look back on last year and the title year one year later, because, um, it's still been strange. Uh, it's all been strange since the, uh, the Lakers won a title. It hasn't gotten really any more normal. Uh, this episode brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me and Andy this week on Friday at noon to get on, in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Noon Pacific time, yes. just to make Thank sure you. everybody understands. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, where do you want to do? Do you want to do West first or do you want to do THT first? Uh, well, THT, I mean, this is another game because uh, in addition to LeBron being unavailable, uh, you also had Alex Caruso um, was not able to play tonight. Dennis Schroeder still in the health and safety protocol. So THT is With at Uber. this point, he is at this point the the lone playmaking 
uh, wing guard slash forward, whatever you want to classify him as human person on this person. team. Yeah. The, the only a- one. I mean, look, Kelly Olinick was their point guard uh, for Houston. Like you could be, you know, Nikola Jokic and essentially function as a point guard. Lakers don't have that. They had uh-huh. Taylor Horton Tucker. That's right. And have. as we saw in Tuesday's game against the Knicks, you know, as I described it, it was kind of an acid trip game for Taylor Horton Tucker, who, was all over the place as a playmaker. He was, you know, doubling as a turnover machine. Mm -hmm. And he had just wild swings all over the place. This game, Mm -hmm. THT was a steadying force. He was fantastic. Uh, He had 23 points, 10 assists against just three turnovers. He really controlled a lot of this game. He did a nice job. These are not the circumstances, Brian, that you want him gaining valuable experience because the context really sucks and is worrisome that being said this experience is really valuable right. you want you want THT to play 37 minutes as the point guard because against the Rockets you know in the third to last game of the season because the Lakers have sewn up the two seed or whatever can't go anywhere they're resting LeBron they're resting AD and yeah let the kid go out there and run and learn I, mean, I thought the difference between Tuesday and Wednesday was both a little bit of experience, a little bit more calm, and also the Knicks are a vastly superior defensive sure. team to Houston. But, you know, he it, it really starts to beg the question, and, and this sort of relates to what we'll get into in the second segment with the mailbag, how you, how you figure out playoff rotations. And I think it's pretty clear that Vogel is going to go series to series. He did it last year. There's no reason to think he wouldn't do it this year. When everybody's back and guys are healthy and Caruso's an option, Schroeder's playing and LeBron is running the point and all that other stuff, how much space is there? How much room would you create to get THT minutes in the playoffs? What scenarios are there where he plays in your mind? Well, I mean, if he's under control, he's as dynamic a guy as they have on this team, other than really LeBron as a shot, as his own, as a, as a create your own shot kind of guy. Right. I mean, just, or, or just somebody who can get to the basket. This team does not have a ton of guys who are particularly good drivers from, you know, like the top of the arc straight to the basket. Who's had the game. Who's had the game winning bucket tonight on a finish at the, at the rim. That's that's not not his, it's not his jam. Right. It's basically LeBron Schroeder, and THT in mm-hmm. terms of the guys that you really look for to do that. And that's really valuable. And we've seen at times THT's court vision is really good. That being said, he also can make a lot of mistakes, particularly on the defensive end. And coaches are naturally disinclined to accept the mistakes of younger players mm-hmm. during the playoffs. They just are. They, they're no all question. like that. I mean, unless like the young player in question is Kobe you know, or LeBron, you know, somebody like that that is just an otherworldly talent. Generally speaking, if you are young and you make mistakes, you will get yanked often for the same mistakes that a veteran will make and stay on the court. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like, I think I think he'll there will be moments where he played. There were moments he played last year and he was like, you know, a, a baby with less experience. Uh, than he's got now, I think because, like you say, Andy, he's got that specialized skill set that really isn't uh, uh, replicatable um, from anybody else on the roster. Copyable. Thank you. (laughs) Xeroxed. (laughs) And so if you need that, 
then you put him in the game. And, you know, if the second unit bogs down because you're just having trouble creating shots or whatever it might be, you know, th- there could be a role for him. The other, the, the guy that's interesting to me as well is Wes because two, two nights in a row now he's made key defensive plays um, as he is wont to do. Which is why they brought him in to essentially play he's that a, Danny he's Green a role. Game-winning stop, basically in two games yeah. in a row. I, the, the whole year, the idea was, you know, you kind of treat him like you did Danny Green last year, and in the playoffs, you lean on somebody like him, somebody like Gasol, more than you might have in the regular season when you want to make sure they get through it. It's obviously not gone that way for Matthews over the course of the year. He didn't play, you know light minutes because they were trying to preserve him. He didn't play because he wasn't very good. But I think I, I don't know if I totally agree with that, but that being said, his performance didn't help at times. I think his performance wasn't great at times. I think his performance was fine at times. I think Frank Vogel was trying to really see what he had in Ben McLemore because no, I'm, I'm, ta- West- I'm not talking about the last no, week and a half. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying the on- entire year. No, I know. So am I. I'm talking about on balance in terms of the amount that he's played this whole year. But I mean, you know, I've I've been saying for like a month or so, come playoff time, Wes will be in the in the rotation because he is reliable. He's a pro. He's He's a really solid defender. He's playing better. He's playing better, but he's also getting more minutes. He's in more of a rhythm. He's some some of this is just how he's being used, whatever. Either way, though, I expected him to play. I never had any doubt. I mean, you know, as as the kids would say, I got the receipts. I've been saying he's going to end up in the playoff rotation. So this isn't really that surprising to me. And for people who don't know, receipts aren't like paper anymore. They're, it's like, you know, he just means that, you know, he said it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, that if he doesn't didn't play well. Yes, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure the older members of our demographic can follow you. Uh, with your lingo, but I, it, I'm, I'm the Lakers are much better off to have that Danny Green role filled because if you remember to last year, Danny Green was important, and so uh, to have an effective Matthews for 15 to 20 minutes a game, whatever it might be in the playoffs, is going to be a big deal for the Lakers. Uh, we'll get to the to uh, the mailbag in a second here for our second segment, but um. We haven't yet mentioned LeBron James and the fact that he did not play again on Wednesday. I personally, Andy, am becoming a little angsty over this whole thing. Uh, I think you are as well, and we will talk about that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models out there, it is impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. And why would you spend 30%, 50%, 100% more I would. for the exact same I know an idiot for the exact same auto parts in a chain store or new dealership anyway? When you get it for far less at rockauto.com, always the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on the market like the airlines do don't get me started on the airlines that is legal extortion they need to be broken up it's a racket unless they ever want to sponsor us in which case we are love the airlines love big airline supporters great business whether it's for your classic or a daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on so in the uh how did they hear about us box so they know we sent you mm-hmm. amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com 
I mean, look, man, I'll, I'll endorse a steamboat. <laughs> I mean, I realize those, <laughs> I realize those things aren't, aren't in favor anymore. There are better ways to get up and down the river. Uh, but <laughs> look, steamboat, you know, if big steamboat comes a knocking, the Kamenetsky brothers are answering. That's all I'm saying yeah. about that. You know, who well, didn't check players, you know, who didn't come a knocking into the game on Wednesday, LeBron James. That's right. Professional seg right there. Um, I uh, had they not told me, you know, big media, the Chris Haynes of the world, the Woges of the world, that LeBron was going to play on Tuesday or Wednesday, planning a return. Had I not been told, Andy, that, uh, you know, he looked good in practice, did all the stuff that Frank Vogel wanted him to do. If nobody mentioned any of those things and they were like, yeah, we're just going to wait until you know, the, the final weekend and give it, a, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be worried, but they did tell me those things. And uh, because of that, that makes me think that something didn't respond the right way. Cause he said on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, I'm still not ready yet. Yeah. He spelled that out pretty clearly. And Frank Vogel before the game acknowledged that he might not actually be able to play in the remaining two games before the play-in that he could, you know, potentially go cold into a theoretical play-in game. He said, quote, I think it's possible. We're hopeful that he's able to play before then. But like I said, we're evaluating this day-to-day, how his ankle's responding to the rehab work. We're hopeful he's able to play before the play-in game. He used the phrase hopeful, Frank Vogel of LeBron, a few times during this pregame sentiment, this was the most it felt to me uh-huh. like Frank Vogel openly acknowledged what is uh, appearing to be a growing reality of we don't quite know. I'm hopeful about a lot of things too. Like, you know, and we don't yeah. quite know when he's coming back or what exactly is this last level of clearance required. To get LeBron back on the right. court, and so because so the, the, to summarize the Twitter argument that you know people have been having, and you on behalf of me because I agreed with you, the the issue isn't by the way. <laughs> First of my, all, my I just tweeted out that this news. Yeah. I just tweeted out that this news was concerning. <laughs> That's all I said. Like on in, what in planet of, is it not? But only for but for the people like everybody just responds with. Do you think it's more important that he gets his rest and comes back healthy or like that he plays in a meaningless game against the Houston Rockets? Folks, you're missing the point. The point isn't that he would want an extra couple of days or whatever. It's that he needs the extra couple of days. He tried to ramp it up, clearly tried to ramp it up and was ready to go play. And now is ramping it back down again. And the play in, which is probably what they're going to be doing, Andy, starts in like a week. Like we're we're out of time here, people. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea that you know they should be able to beat the Rockets without LeBron is true, and they did, and right, and the the result of this game does matter. The seed does matter. Mm-hmm. These are things that are important. But my point in saying this was concerning wasn't first and foremost about whatever ended up happening tonight, or like the idea of well, you know, isn't it just smart if he you know, to have him sit out this game and get a couple more days off rather than push through it. Yeah, obviously, that's smart. You can still do the smart move and be concerned by the idea that you have to make it uh-huh. at all. And there are, a lot, there are a lot of people treating this like, you know, what might typically happen where you have a few games left, you basically know where you are in the standings, 
and you're giving a guy who maybe turned an ankle on Monday this game off. That's not the situation we're talking about. Is not. LeBron has barely played for two and, months. And already tried to come back and had to leave again. And that he's going to put when the Lakers get in the play in game. Hopefully, I mean, it really does start to matter now if they can get that extra week off or if you get into the playoff game, win, win quickly, win decisively, and go back and rest. You can still build in most of you know the rest of the week. Um, I mean, he's going to play in that game. I, I think there's a basically a zero percent chance that if he can walk, he's going to play. But it's it, it's the the healing processes. I mean, ask you know in in Utah, Andy, are they saying you know with the news that Donovan Mitchell is going to sit until the playoffs now? I'm sure there are people who are like, hey, you know, don't worry about the seating and this and that and whatever. But they're all like, damn. I wish he was healthy enough to play now. Like, it's not a good sign that you have to wait until the playoffs start and you're hopeful that he'll play then. That's not a good sign. This is not a good sign. Not fatal, yeah, I mean, but it's not a good sign. I, I was going to say, this is something also that listeners, you know, people following us on Twitter, at Cam Brothers, all that need to keep in mind. When I said this is dot, dot, dot concerning, which to me felt like I was just stating the obvious and not starting a Twitter debate, that's not the same thing as panicking or saying the Lakers, you know, their championship run is clearly over. None of no, that. It's concerning. It's, yes. <laughs> That's because he's their best player and he's not, he's clearly not healthy. right. Like AD, for example, in terms of contrasting uh, context, Frank Vogel said that what's going on with AD and this groin, he, he described it as minor, mm -hmm. and I think it's really more the idea, which Frank Vogel said, he played 40-plus minutes the night before in an overtime game. Right. It wouldn't be smart to play him in this no. game. He didn't sound worried about Anthony Davis any more than you would just be about like the idea of Anthony Davis always seems like the, my, an my injury Anthony waiting Davis, to happen. My Anthony Davis worry meter has always said it like <laughs> right, but but that's just where it is. Right, so, that, I mean, that, it, it, that's the baseline. It's never below that, and it's some right, higher. It's non-specific. Like I, I worry about AD getting hurt during the off season. Yes. Like, this is just. This is just the part you just of wake the up deal. on a random Tuesday in, in August going, God, I hope he's okay. <laughs> right. I mean, this is just the deal with having him yeah. on your roster. You know, the pluses way outweigh sure. the minuses. But this is different with LeBron. And before we get to this reader question, I just think people need to understand that. Like, again, neither of us are panicking, but you need to accept the reality of this is not going the way LeBron expected. The Lakers expected. I think the rest of the team expected, and what they need right, right now. Because to be, I don't even remember if I mentioned this at the beginning, amidst all this panic. Um, <laughs> that, like, the news from that LeBron was planning on coming back on Tuesday or Wednesday was not like somebody cracking the code. This is my guess. I've not done the the, the journalisming here, and I have no intention of, of trying. But I've been around this long enough, and I know how these things generally work uh, with the players and with you know, this particular player and, and the media guys, they didn't just get that like from scooping practice in this. They were told it, you know, that, that, that information came from and was approved by, I, I'm fairly sure LeBron's people. And so that's why it was reported that way. 
I and, and so if their confidence starts to go because he says I'm not ready to play against the Rockets on Wednesday, I got to wait till Saturday now. I, it's what's the word, Andy? Concerning. It's concerning. Um, it is concerning. Do we have time in this one to? Well, how about this? Yeah. Let's let's set this up. All right, so we got a question from uh, William Glasser, the host of the Substantiate podcast. Uh, according to his email, it's a hypothetical sports matchups podcast, so that sounds fun. No, a- it was a long question, but uh, the one that we found most interesting was, what players are you most and least confident in right now? Um, I broke down this into uh, six categories, Brian, in terms of the old, the old uh, confidence pie, if you were to break this up. LeBron and AD are their own thing. It's just a matter of health. If they are healthy, I am 100% confident in them. From there, I have the categories of confident, most, most confident, least confident, sort of confident depending on the context, totally unknown, but trending towards confident, and total unknown, no clue in terms of my confidence. This is really where you channeled all this nervous energy about LeBron. <laughs> because yes, yes. you went way deeper into this than me. Well, I, I, it's it's a very structured setup. I don't think the responses are necessarily that deep. But uh, I'm going to give you, uh, get a pen, Brian. I'm going to give you my confident, most confident, least confident, sort of confident, Total unknown, but trending towards confident. Total unknown. And then... I've already lost the track of segment, all the things that you said. Third segment, you'll react to these. Okay. Confident right now, heading into the playoffs. Wes Matthews, Mark Gasol, KCP, Alex Caruso. I am confident in those players. Again, assuming they are right. alongside a healthy LeBron, healthy AD. I am confident in what they're going to do in the playoffs. Least confident, Ben McLemore. Montrez Harrell. I am the least confident in those two guys in terms of guys who could end up getting minutes. All right. Sort of confident, depending on the context, Markeith Morris. He cannot hit a shot right now to save his damn life, but he's somebody that does not make a ton of mistakes, so that gives you a certain degree of contextual confidence. Kind of an unknown, but I'm trending towards confidence. Andre Drummond, THT. And then the total unknown, no clue, because you have no idea what the COVID factor, Dennis Schroeder. I have no idea what to make of the confidence with Schroeder heading into the playoffs. Uh, when we get back, Jesus. <laughs> you, you can react to that. Or basically just tell me, <laughs> you can just tell me who really you feel confident about or don't feel confident about at all. We will get to that next. Bet online, Andy, sponsor of the Locked on Lakers podcast. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, it's in full swing. And you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for uh, everything you need around sports baseball, basketball, the NHL, UFC, MMA, all the good stuff. Uh, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs in the playoffs. So head onto the website, use your mobile device today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Again, it's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit uh, when you use the code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. They have prop bets for all those confidence and least confidence. What too. the hell? I mean. <laughs> If this were like 1967, you would have been like, 
you know, you would have hit your intercom button on your desk and you would have had your girl take a dictation there. I mean, like that's, that was the most absurd, lengthy, what was supposed to be just like this lighthearted kick into the third segment. And like, I'm feverishly trying to take notes. I'm pretty sure everybody lost the train here because not everybody's writing stuff down like I'm supposed to. Uh, But anyway, it's easily followable categories, confident, Least confident, sort of, sort of confident, confident, unknown, trending, trending towards, towards confidence, confidence yes. and no idea. Our listeners are smart. They followed along. Almost so before as many we uh, categories as you do players, but that's so before uh, before we get into banner night, your your thoughts yeah. on uh, my breakdown for confidence or just your general confidence with players? Well, and and you know, and if we if we don't get to all of it, we can, you know we'll be back tomorrow. We can we can talk about uh, banner night and uh, sort of look back at last season uh, as well. So he, here's the thing. I don't think you have to worry about being not terribly confident in uh, Ben McLemore. I don't think you'd be seeing a, lot, a whole lot of that guy. I think he has slid in all important ways into the Dion Waiters role. Um, so that means he just won't be a thing in the playoffs. So there's that. I mean, I think Morris is going to be a matchup kind of guy and he'll play some I, I think that's a fair evaluation it's like you've seen him be decent before you can see how he's uh, a useful player again more useful with lebron next to him more useful with ad next to him um with a more complete team he's asked to do less all that stuff uh i am fascinated by what happens to montrez harrell in the playoffs played a nice game against the rockets on wednesday uh with uh 16 points 8 of 14 from the floor 26 minutes but I don't think I think Gasol, for all the reasons we've talked about with um, Wes, with reliability, with predictability, with all of that stuff, I think he is going to be somebody that they're going to use more because the problem with Trez in the playoffs is that you know the second you put him on the floor, teams are going to attack him. And so you have to create lineups over the course of a series that factor that in. So like you have to have, you know, it's whether it's AD or like you have to, you have to do so much more accounting for what you know a good coach is going to do over seven games in attacking Trez that I think it's easier to just use Gasol. Um, It's easier in a lot of ways to just use Drummond. And that's, I don't know if that's fair to Trez. Um, and he certainly is capable of doing things that make him worth playing. I just, that to me is one of the reasons why I just don't think you're going to see him as much because, you know, the, the, I mean, tell me if you disagree. I just feel like it's going to be too, it, it's, it, it requires too much other stuff for somebody who may not be worth the return. Right, I was going to say, I feel like there are better options than him. You saw, though, I think like a matchup like Houston, where if it's a team that does go small in a lot of <laughs> So if they play the I mean, Rockets in the playoffs, Trez can play a ton. A, a team uh, built like the Rockets Phoenix. in stature. He has a much better chance of playing against Phoenix yes, than he does yes, against Denver. Something that, that's, that's what I'm getting at, not literally the Rockets. But if the Rockets sneak in... <laughs> Big minutes for Trez. But there's just the the efforting that could be required to make it work for Trez beyond just matchup-specific scenarios. Uh-huh. I agree with you. He's There are just better options than him right now. Yeah, and um, 
I mean, I think the Schroeder thing, I assume he'll come back and he'll be fine unless he's one of these guys who has trouble shaking it off. And we've seen. Yes. That is, Jason Tatum has said this whole season. Yep. He has struggled with the after effects. Gasol said it took him about a month. I mean, I, I, I have family members who have had COVID and they've struggled for months after it. I mean, it's, it's. Andy, it, think it, about it's, how, think about how worn down we are just trying to avoid it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> these people point. actually it's got true. it. Right. Um, and so, I mean, it's, it's very difficult to predict. So, I mean, that's when, it, when I say that Dennis Schroeder is a complete wild card in this, it's just because he, he has a determining factor that nobody can know what it is until you literally go and through I, it. And here's the thing with the guys that you put in your confident list, uh, which is Wes, for people who might have gotten, maybe, hypothetically got a little lost uh, in, in your accounting. Uh, your confident list was Wes, Gasol, KCP, and Caruso. Remember, the stars of the team are in other categories. Yep. Here's the reason I agree with you on, on the guys you put in there. And it's not because I'm 100% sure KCP is going to go in and shoot the lights out in the playoffs. I have no idea if he will because – his jumper comes and goes. I think he'll be set up for the kinds of shots that he wants, but I don't know if they're going to go in. All four of those guys are dudes that you know, like sort of they, they have, there were two or three things that you're asking them to do, and you know you're going to get like two of them in any given night. KCP mm -hmm. is always going to go out and play well defensively. He's going to be active on that side. He's going to be part of a good Lakers uh, playoff defense. Caruso, same thing. Good decision maker. All that. Gasol is going to play solid defense, make the right pass offensively, all that stuff. Wes is going to play defense and at least make the right play. Mm -hmm. um, I think knowing those things and, and, you know, kind of a baseline and then everything else is gravy. I think it's, I think confident is reasonable. Are you, do you think KCP is going to do what he did last year in the playoffs in terms of that kind of shooting an offensive boost? I think he will at times. And at times could be good enough if other guys are playing well. You know, either way, the defense will be there, the ability to fill the lane. You know, he, he is really, really good in transition. Mm -hmm. And that's what this team tries to do a lot anyway. Particularly if he's I, playing with some of the reserves. Yeah, I if he if he is playing a lot of minutes with LeBron and AD, we've talked about this before, Brian. Those guys provide KCP the ability to stay in the lane where he is most effective. Yep. So yeah, I am a believer in KCP. The last guy, and let's let's just do we'll we'll do banner night tomorrow uh, on, on Friday's show. We'll get into some of that. Okay. I I, th I do think it's. I was I was thinking about this today, like, you look back on that season, and at the time it you thought it was just going to be the strangest season that anybody in, could ever produce in anything. I'm not totally sure this season hasn't been weirder. So I, I, I want to give a, a, enough time to talk about that. So we'll do it on Friday's show. Drummond has looked much better in the last couple of games. Granted, one of them is against Houston. Um, you know, the Knicks game, he, he was very effective, especially on the glass. But the problem is it's hard to know what any of it means because against Houston, it's Houston. And, LeBron didn't play and, and AD didn't play. And then LeBron, he's has not really shared a court with LeBron James or any context of what their playoff lineup is going to look like for enough minutes to know what any of it's going to be. So, I, I mean, I get your hesitancy to say you're confident. I, I Well, that's why I said I'm trending towards trust with Drummond. I, he has looked a lot more comfortable the last few games. I think he's needed like a, like a mental breakout. Because he he has said this is 
this has been a difficult transition for him. I think it's been a difficult season for him. Um, I am trending towards being confident in him. Not all the way there yet. The same way that I, with THT, I'm trending towards that. But you will still see the things with THT that make you wonder, you know, how he will deal with certain high intensity, high leverage moments. Not that he's going to crumble. It's just a, it's a matter of inexperience. Yeah. But I'm trending towards confident in him. Yeah. And that's I, great. I, I feel like, again, I feel like THT, at the very least, you, you're you going to put him on the floor like we talked about for very specific purposes. And you know, you and he knows, like, if I go out, if I go out and play, it's because somebody wants me to take the ball and attack the rack. And so that's what I'm going to go do. And I, I think that will help. And with Drummond, though, you're right. I think that mental reset is a, is a big deal. Like, I know people are up and down on him and all that. When when Drummond goes through 22 minutes like he did against Denver and does not get a rebound, something is weird. Um, yeah. And he's he's kind of come back from that uh, to some degree. I just you look at different players around who could change, kind of change the dynamic for the Lakers and 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 give them some of that margin. It's Schroeder. It was an, a weapon that they didn't have last year as a, a genuine shot maker and creator in that third spot. I think Kuz now being very comfortable filling his role could actually be a bigger difference maker this year than last year. And mm-hmm. another guy there is Drummond. Like he is a talent on a level that they didn't have in their center rotation last season. Different kind of deal. Not saying that Dwight and JaVale didn't have their perks, but Drummond's a capable of different stuff. And so... You know, it's going to be a different run this year. Hopefully, a same deep run as they had last year, but it's going to be harder. Well, and... here's here's how you know, Brian, that the last few games have actually been pretty good for Drummond. Uh, in the closing minutes of the Houston game, where the Lakers had they were up by eight with about three minutes left, and then Houston went on a nine zero run, uh, briefly took the lead. Then Kuzma had the game winning drive. West had the uh, game winning stop. There were people on our timeline at Cam Brothers bitching that Andre Drummond was not closing out this game. So that's how you know at least things are trending a little bit upward. People, because people most, are very most, consistent on Twitter. Well, most Laker fans have not wanted Andre Drummond in the building oh. during the closing moments, much less on the court. It took Andre Drummond to make people love Marcus All. So, True. All right. Uh, we'll bring uh, come back on Friday with as much uh, LeBron news as we can, getting ready for the final weekend. We'll get you set up. Uh, for all of that. Uh, Chris McGee, we, we were hoping to have him on Friday. I know we mentioned it on uh, Wednesday's show that we were going to hope to have Chris McGee on Friday. Unfortunately, we will not be able to do that, but we are getting ready uh, and lining up some guests, all kinds of previews for the playoffs and this and that. So uh, we'll have some really fun people on the show. And we, we, we plan to talk a lot for Friday's show about Kobe's Hall of Fame. Yep, that's coming up and over, over, over the weekend as well, in just, addition to these final two games. So plenty to cover on Friday's show. Remember, uh, our YouTube channel is coming, so be on the lookout for that. Email us at Brothers at gmail.com or at uh, Brothers on Twitter to send us questions. We'd love to get them, love to uh, talk about them on the show. And we'll see everybody Friday.